0: green room, green room. First. 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 first hello 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 here we are together we are here with all of you i love seeing everyone come in say hello in the chat
1: hi everyone hello. i am am posting or posting i'm speaking underneath the campfire stories profile today i've got one phone on me so, Corinne is campfire stories today, and then Sabrina, Sabrina.
0: Yeah, but we are always campfire stories together. We are, and together we are two girls, one ghost. Hello, hi. Hello. Um, welcome to another week of campfire stories. We are so excited for today because it's um quite the curvature from what we usually do where we uh, usually love scary things, but we figured with the holidays coming up, we would change it up a little bit and do something sweeter, nicer, get people in a positive, happy mood.
1: This was actually the first time I didn't have anxiety going into the room. Like normally I'm I'm crippled with anxiety for like three hours before going live. And I used to think it was having to do with like public speaking, (laughs) but now I'm starting to think it's, because of the scary stories because I was totally fine today <laughs> I was like "Ooh, I'm looking wow.
0: forward to this or are we also just getting used to it
1: we might be getting used to it everyone's been so nice and so kind and welcoming so I feel like maybe that's part of it too
0: is April April just said
1: she's at a bar oh what? wow fun <laughs> The, commitment. Put the I, yeah put us on the speaker through the whole bar at the whole bar. The bar hook. and restaurant yeah, so if you had if you follow us on social media on, on like Instagram or if you had been in the room last Tuesday, we decided that we would talk about heartwarming stories, you know, visits from loved ones, guardian angels, sign from above pets, whatever heartwarming story you have, that is the topic. We are steering clear of demon voices and dark eyes and vents and all of the horrifying things that have given us
0: nightmares. But I will say, if some of your stories start scary and then end well, like say a demon came to visit you, but then your guardian saved you, you can also share those and I would be pleased. There's That's always a true. loophole. That's what I say. There's always a way. way way, There's
1: always a way. Exactly. You can weave it all together. I mean, it's all connected. It's the paranormal. That's the beauty of the of all of this. Yeah. I I can start. I have one. I know I've told this before on the podcast, Two Girls, One Ghost" that we do. But my the, the only really heartwarming. Well, I guess there's a couple that I have, but the one that I'm thinking of specifically that really stands out as my only true like whoa, that was, that was so incredible. What happened was with someone named Sam, who I'd been friends with when I was in eighth grade. And we were friends because we were part of like the same snowboarding crew <laughs> in eighth grade, like so innocent. Of course. Uh, and everyone who was in our like snowboarding group, they knew him a lot better than I did because they grew up with him Um, and I was kind of like the outsider from a different high school that just went and skied at the same mountain, snowboarded at the same mountain. So I had gotten to know Sam over like a year's time, but we weren't best friends. I didn't know any of his backstory. Like us hanging out was us hanging out in the present. And there wasn't, there wasn't much information given to me about like his upbringing or childhood or anything like that. And I was dating his best friend at the time. So my focus was very much on his friend,
0: Uh, (laughs) um, (laughs)
1: but unfortunately sam he was hit by a drunk driver early in the morning uh when he was on his scooter and he passed away and so it was this horrible horrible thing for his family for everybody in that community and it was i mean it was like we were all like 13 14 years old this was the first time an actual friend had passed away and so you realize that yeah you know before oftentimes it's it's older relatives and this was the first time that we realized like we could we could die. Like our our classmates could die, our yeah. friends could die. And it was it was atrocious. It was a really, really tough few years. I mean, it's tragic. Yes, yeah. it was very tragic. And that being said, a few months after he passed, there were a bunch of signs. He gave he gave a ton of signs from Beyond the Grave to a lot of different people. Someone was had lit a candle in his name in front of a bunch of other people and their candlelight turned a bunch of different colors, like colour colors of rainbow, and everyone was given the same like white light candle. Um, wow. he a bird that had the same name as him, like landed on his best friend. Like there's just, there were so many different things. But oh the thing gosh. that happened to me was I had this extremely vivid dream. And it reminds me of you, Sabrina, and the way that you talk about dreams when you've dream visitations, because it felt like that. Like it wasn't, mm-hmm. it wasn't a dream. It was like, I was in my body. If I had looked down, I'd be able to see my toes. Like I was completely, I couldn't see myself. Like I was as I am now in Yes. And he came to me in the dream and his hair you was were you. a yes. couple inches longer as it would have been if, you know, three, four months had passed and he hadn't cut his hair. And so it kind of looked like he was aging and progressing with normal time after he'd passed, like in this visitation I had. And we were just talking and and catching up and I was like feeling very concerned for him. He was like hugging me and he was like, it's okay, it's okay, but I need to show you a few things. And he brought me through, like the setting was my house. So he brought me into my living room and then he brought me into like the kitchen and then he brought me into uh, the front yard. But what was set up in each Room of my house w- was like a display. It was like, okay, here's the boomerang and his brother, and here's a canoe and like these two people. And there were all these strange moments, Whoa. but it just, but, but it was like in a particular order and it didn't really make any sense. And I was like, why are you showing me this? And then it was like, okay, now we're moving to the next spot and this is what I'm showing you. And I'm like, okay. And it was all just sort of frazzled. And then he said goodbye. And I told my mom oh about my it and. Obviously, it was it was a hard time for everybody and everyone's thinking of him. He's top of mind. Um, and people, it's natural to dream about people that you miss or that you're thinking about. But something about this dream, it just like really stuck out mm-hmm. is not a dream. And my mom had been talking to someone else that she knew who I think was a little more sensitive. Um, and that person had suggested that I write, write it down so that I don't forget any details. So
0: yeah, because... Those details they were not were for not me, for so you. I wrote
1: all the details down. And then a couple yeah. weeks time passed by from the time I had the dream, and I decided like I need to I need to do something about this. So my mom called his parents and said, "Can can Corinne come over and talk to you about what she what she dreamed?" Oh and so I
0: sat down, which is so hard, so hard because, like, I mean, we talk about this all the time, but deciding when to tell someone something is always difficult because you don't know how they're going to react. Exactly.
1: Although I will say, his parents are the most loving and welcoming people ever. Like when he passed, they were the strength and like the rock of a hundred kids. So they were really solid and they were very, very like welcoming and and were into, I think that's that sort of stuff too. So I wasn't too intimidated to tell them everything. Um, But I sat down with them. Like my mom drove (laughs) me over and it was just his, his parents and me and my mom. And I was sitting on the couch across from them and I told them the dream and it was, it was like chronological order, wow. big moments, like milestones or, or like core memories from his childhood up until like the point where he passed. So he was giving me all of these signs, not to give them to me. It was nothing to do about like visiting me and saying, hello, Corinne, who I know the least out no. of, out of the hundred other people I need to go visit. It was like, Hey, I know that you're going to go tell my parents this. So I'm going to show you all of these things so that you can let them know like everything that yeah. it meant to me and for them to know that I'm here. Yeah, it was. That's amazing. I mean, that was when I was 14. That was many, many, many years ago, but it's, it's still the thing that sticks out.
0: I mean, it just proves you are so open and you have abilities that I think you and I have both kind of closed off a little bit since doing this podcast. Very, so like yes. I truly believe you could do that and be open to spirits on a regular basis yeah maybe I I
1: do yeah you're right like we both have closed ourselves off a lot since doing this sort of stuff because it's like once something spooky happens we talk about it every single week we get nervous that we're going to invite in the like negative entities that we often talk about but there is something we miss those opportunities to connect with the really lovely spirits and yeah good exactly yeah yeah wow Well, that's that's mine, but I'm very curious to hear what other
0: people's experiences are. So I think we should hand the mic over to someone else. Okay. I'm going to invite, I'm sorry if I'm butchering your name. I'm going to ask you to say it to us when you get up here, but Tabor? 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 Tabor in the chat. Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah. How do you say your name? Hello. Hello.
2: Yeah. It's uh, Tabor.
0: Tabor, Corinne, you were right. You always are.
1: Well, no, I had a friend. I had a friend named Tabor growing up, so I cheated. Oh, okay. oh, wow. <laughs>
0: Hello.
2: Hi, how are you guys?
0: We're great. Gals. Good. Gals, Gals and guys, how
2: are you? Uh, I'm doing well. This is a little bit kind of crazy, if I'm being completely honest. Um, I <laughs> listened to you guys. I was dry at the beginning of 2020 uh, looking for something to listen to. And I don't know why, but I was just like, oh, let me just look up like Spooky on Spotify. And it popped up. And I was like, oh, like, yeah, let's, it's a fun name. Let's give this a listen. And I started listening (laughs) to whatever episode had been out um, when I started listening. And I was like, this is so good. I'm going to be respectful and go all the way back to the beginning." Um, and so oh. I started. I, wow. You guys, still no, I, I appreciate it. you guys are so humble and talk so much shit about how it started. It, and I can still go back and listen to it and still love it the same. It's you guys. <laughs> it's Aww. not production. It, it's <laughs> wow, it's you. That's
0: guys. so sweet.
1: That is so <laughs> sweet. Oh, that means <laughs> a lot. Thank you. But how of serendipitous course. that now you're here with us and you're on stage.
2: Yeah this this is uh, my heart's a little bit pitter pattering. So this is this is cool.
0: You don't seem nervous at all. Yeah, like really. I wish I had your chill every time I came up or to the podcast in general. Right. Uh, you're cool well, and collected. It's a, it's a show. Nervous, right? So
2: it's 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 a, it's in a front. Um, let me know if it starts cutting out, and I can repeat anything if you need me to. Uh, I'm in another okay, room. Stand
1: exactly where you are because we can hear every word right now. Right now. Okay. Yeah.
2: Okay. Perfect. Well, shout out to Apple for AirPods because I guess they're helping it all pretty well. <laughs>
1: Amazing. So, what what is your heartwarming experience?
2: Okay, um, I actually this is even more maybe good juju. I'm wearing it now, um, but I was born with a lung disease called cystic fibrosis. Um, I was diagnosed at six months old, mm-hmm. and uh, my whole life I've kind of just, you know, d- dealt with it. Um, if anyone knows, um, "Fault in Our Stars." uh, was based off of Fault in our stars. So the girl in Fault in our stars actually had CF, um, or that John Green based it off of. So that's kind of fun. Um, -hmm. but basically, yes, I've, I've had this disease my whole life. Um, I got a double lung transplant in 2019 and, uh, it's been incredible obviously ever since then. Um, But
1: so this is great news. No organ rejection. You body took the lungs. Yeah.
2: It um it was actually kind of crazy. You know, most people I think are on the the uh lists for gosh, I mean it can it can really range. I was in uh classes with people that had been on the list for three, four months. Um and again, this is the kind of sweet spot for a transplant is you have to be sick enough to get it, but healthy enough to survive it. Um, and so I was very, very lucky to wow. get listed on Valentine's day, um, in 2019, which is also, um, my fiance and I's dog's birthday. Um, so that's very sweet. Um, and, uh, I got listed and got transplanted on the 21st into the 22nd of February. So,
1: wow. Whoa. So that's, that's, amazing. So that's
2: a, it, it, it was very, very fast. Um. But I've, I've, I have an amazing relationship. I have not met them, um, but I have a great relationship with my donor family or my donor. Uh, oh. Her name is Brittany. I will say that. She's amazing. Um, she was a mom, a wife, a daughter. She's absolutely incredible um, and had a brain aneurysm at a wrestling match for her children. And she started to not feel well. And her family got a little bit worried and they asked an EMT that was on site. Um, and they noticed it and something that something was wrong and they said that they needed to get to her to the hospital. Luckily, they were close enough. Um, they had an amazing uh, team available to help her. And as soon as they noticed what was happening, um, and kind of diagnosed her with the, um, the clot they were rushing her to the ER and, uh, and unfortunately burst, um, while they were doing that. So it was very kind of crazy. Um, but I'm sure as most people on here believe everything happens for a reason and just, that's why you appreciate the time you have and, you know, don't take anything for granted. Um, exactly so sorry. Amazing. that's was, it, you know, it's incredible. It's, you know, I can... If anyone has any questions in the chat later, I absolutely love talking about my journey. Um, I do shameless plug. This is really stupid. So like, don't uh, <laughs> care if you don't like want to listen to it. Um, I do have an Instagram dedicated to my journey. I haven't posted on it in a little bit. So it's probably pretty dry. Um, but it's called oh, Young wow. Scrappy and Coffee. Coffee like C O U. G H Y like like a cough. Oh,
1: that's very clever.
2: So yeah, so that kind of I'm pretty sure. This is why it's not a shameless plug because I don't remember the last time I posted on it. Um, I'm pretty sure I have like a small thing (laughs) about it, but the jacket that's why you invited me up. I got this done (laughs) at my transplant at UNC in Chapel Hill. Great hospital. They've got an amazing um, children's facility. That's where I did all of my health things growing up. Um, I got it done there. And so when I could drive, because you're not allowed to drive like two months after transplant in case you get into a car accident, obviously they want you to be safe. Um, and so when I finally could, I was like, Oh, I'm I'm driving here. Like I, I wanna hang out, I wanna walk around. Like I said, I grew up there, so you know, it felt very good. Uh my fiance and I were living in Durham at the time, so not too far at all of a drive. And I walked into this shop called Rumors that I'd gone to since like a year after I graduated high school. So it's been a pretty good amount of time. It's a super cute, super cool thrift shop. Um, walked in like every broke person. I was like, oh, I'm not going to buy anything. I just want to look around and passed <laughs> by this rack of jackets. And I love jackets. So I was like, I'm going to stop here and look what they've got. And... I was almost done and one of the end jackets was a black varsity jacket. I'm actually wearing it now. So if you're a swish or a squeak, it's probably what it is. Um, and I pulled it out. And I was like, oh, this is really cool. And I looked at the name on the jacket that was embroidered and it said Brittany, which is the same spelling as her name. Oh my God. Um, and it was just plain. It's a black and yellow jacket, which doesn't like... Probably not as cool, but were the colors of my high school... So like, it's not like that crazy, but I just thought it was cool. And just to see her name on there, like a week after I learned who she was, um, it just, it, it was one of those uh, kind of humbling and I don't want to say like destructive as like a negative word, almost like a grounding moment, if that makes more sense. Um, and so I just yeah. saw it and... Yeah. I mean, I'm sure as anyone will tell you who's listened to me for the past probably 30 minutes that I've been talking to you, I don't, uh, I never mute. I will always find something to talk about. Um, And I was, I was absolutely stunned. I didn't, you know, (laughs) it's one of those things where I'm, I, I want to be, you know, religious and I, you know, it doesn't. I think that there's something for everyone. And I love that for everyone. I just, I sometimes struggle in my own faith. And that was one of those times where when I saw that, it just like the whitest of lights Mm -hmm. just kind of washed over me. And
0: I mean, that's Yeah, it was just,
2: it it was, I mean, it was absolutely incredible. Um,
1: It makes me think that it's, it was a a sign directly from her being like, I'm glad that you, that you have a part of me now that you can live on. Yeah. Multiple yes, parts. Yes. Of her. Two lungs. Yeah. <laughs> Two lungs.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. Wow. Oh, um, my God.
2: Yeah. And then to, you know, find out who she was. And then I have a, an amazing relationship with her, her dad and her stepmom. Um, they are oh. beautiful, beautiful people. Um, her dad and I have FaceTimed and we talk on the phone. Um, we actually have, we're trying to plan sometime to meet. Uh, we're about a state away from each other. So we're going to try to meet in the middle.
0: Yeah. I was going to ask, is it common to know information about your organ donors or how did you get connected to the... Yeah,
2: absolutely. So they they kind of tell you going in that if contact can be made, they will try to. um, But unfortunately, it's not always such a beautiful, incredible thing. Um, We had people warn us that... Um, some people almost look at it as, you know, we gave you something, what can you give us? Um, and so it can be a very disgusting, Mm -hmm. uh, scary thing. Um, so all of the, uh, Mm -hmm. all the talk that we had and kind of communication went through a third party source. Um, so he wrote a letter, um, Brittany's dad that I have framed. He Mm -hmm. wrote that letter and sent it. to the people that then, you know, kind of censored it for any super um, identifying information. And they sent it to my transplant team who gave it to me, which basically, again, just said his name, who my donor was, uh, and just very vague information. But as I came to find out, they actually sent it to multiple Mm -hmm. people. um, And I was the only one that reached back out. Um, And so that I think for them was a sign as well that like, okay, this is, you know, this can be, be really good. Um, yeah, ever since then, he said that all of his friends have registered as organ donors. Um, he went and talked to a donate life, um, event. Um, and it's just been, again, I've, I've had some pretty cool experiences in my life. And I think that that definitely tops out as one of the best moments ever.
0: Yeah. Wow. This is incredible. I love this story so much, but I'm like feeling so emotional, which makes me think I like the scary stories better because <laughs> yeah. they like, scare all the emotion out of me. <laughs>
2: well, my granddad also did die in the house that we grew up in and me and my brothers were home one time and a light turned on upstairs. And, and it was like one of those old like closet, like mm. kind of lights. So, I mean, there's kind of a, like a weird Uh-oh. kind of spooky one. And we just kind of respectively were like, we're men, we're gonna not talk about this. <laughs> we are gonna go it on stage.
1: Wow. I would do the same.
2: Yeah, I did not mess with that.
1: I'm oh, very God. curious. So so there's been you know, I'm sure you've you've heard of the rare occurrences where when someone gets an organ from someone else, that sometimes there's memories that resurface that that belong to that other person or these like emotions or personality traits. Yeah, something that, that somehow becomes a part of you. So if if you haven't already experienced that, I'd be curious if if it ever does happen to you, what it will be.
2: Yeah, like. I think I think I'm such an emotional person, kind of <laughs> just like already um, enneagram. I'm a four wing three, so I'm I'm very already uh, pretty emotional as a as a person. Um, so. I would be, oh, hey, Leia. I would be very excited to also (laughs) see. I did have the idea of like a story about someone who got a, you know, a a transplant of some sort. And basically, the, cause I'm also, I try to be like a wannabe writer, um, that the way in which the person died, the person who received the organ would kind of get like small hints. And so, like, I had the idea that they, you know, they died in, like, a car accident and the Mm. recipient would, you know, like, just out of the middle of nowhere, like, smell gasoline and have, like, a weird kind of, like, I I don't know, like, does anyone smell this? And it was just kind of like a a thought that I had afterwards, kind of trying to put it (laughs) into the universe um, that maybe someday I would get a similar,
3: um,
2: you know, a similar sign, but... Uh, I wrote like yeah. a chapter of it and then stopped.
0: I mean I think the I mean absolutely, yeah. And yeah.
2: It kind of yeah. feels yeah rude to be like, that's cool, but what else you got? You know, so this is this is definitely something <laughs> that I mean, like I said, I'm wearing it now. No
1: yeah. she, right. She gave you two lungs and a jacket. We've so, <laughs> yeah. so many more years and opportunities <laughs> to to manifest to write that yeah. book. I don't I can't think imagine. That there are any water yeah, write writers. I think you're just a writer who hasn't been published yet. Yeah.
2: I can't imagine being like, yeah, these things are cool, more life, that's awesome. But you know, what's the next lottery number? Like hitting <laughs> with that.
1: Well, this is so amazing. Wow. I'm so yeah. glad that you volunteered to share this. And yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, this is so Absolutely. incredible. It's so personal. It's yeah, so beautiful. So, beautiful. so thank yeah. you for your transparency, your education, yeah. your vulnerability, and yeah, and your empathy. You you're so you're so kind. So
2: um yeah well you guys are really really cool and i think i speak for the 213 people in here when i mean you you help so much more than i feel like you guys could ever know um You're and
0: so i'm gonna have to go on mute when my mouth starts like <laughs> yeah. all the snot from squeaking. The oh my gosh um wow thank you so much for those kind words and for sharing your story will you email us a photo of your Absolutely. jacket?
2: I actually, so this is kind of cool that you guys are doing this. I did email like a month after I started listening um, with this story and a little bit more information, not much more information, but probably just details that at the time, you know, I can't remember now. Um, But I do have a a picture of it attached to that. But I can also send you guys like Instagram. Oh, amazing.
0: Thank you so much. Absolutely. We'll we'll find your email too. (laughs) Thank you.
2: Absolutely. Thank you guys for having me.
0: Thank you, Taver. Of course.
1: Wow. Oh, my gosh. Wow. The heartwarming stories. How kind. How
0: wonderful. You're really making me feel. We feel so many things. <sighs> wow. Oh, gosh. My heart. I know. This is, we didn't
1: mentally prepare for this.
0: Normally, we're like, you know, we know no. what's to come.
1: But, but this time, you, you just really don't know what, what stories are going to be brought up. And it, there's a lot of emotions
0: <laughs> stirring. There There are. All right. Well, because I'm speechless, I'm going to bring up uh, Gigi to share their stories.
3: Amazing.
0: Is
1: my chat broken? Are people talking or, or am I frozen? Um, people are talking. Oh, okay. Well I, well, I can't see any any. Of hello? It. Hello. Oh, my hello. God. Hi, guys. I'm so excited. We're so excited. <laughs> Welcome.
4: Okay. So um, we actually went to New Orleans around the same time. And we went to Salem around the same time. I've been listening to you guys for a while. So this is like really cool.
1: We probably crossed
0: paths. Yeah, I feel
4: like third
1: time's the charm. The next time exactly. we're, we're in a city at the same time, we're for sure going to run into each other. Yes. And yeah, so
4: I ended up going again for Halloween. And of course, my first stop, I went to John Lafitte's bar. And I was like taking pictures oh. of the, <laughs> I was taking pictures of the campfire or the fire where you guys found the ghost penis. Yes. And I was like, ghost penis. Like, don't worry about it. I just need to see. But I didn't find anything. Um, but yeah. Okay. So my story. So um, first time I went to New Orleans, um, I was on, I was on bourbon and they have a bunch of altars where you can like um, give offerings to Marie Laveau. And I didn't know what to um, get her. I had no idea. So I was like, I'm wearing my favorite scrunchie. So I'll just give her that. And then I went about my night. And then the next day I was on a ghost tour and we went by Marie's house. And there were like hundreds of scrunchies tied up there. I guess that's what everyone leaves her. And I, I didn't know. I was like, oh, this is so cute. And then when I went again for Halloween, I like brought her a scrunchie. And it was just really sweet. And it was like nothing like too spooky. It was just kind of like more of a coincidence. But I was like, oh, this is like sweet. I thought you guys would like to know.
0: Oh, it is sweet. That I is really... Did you look up into the significance of the scrunchies? Well, it went back to because she used to be a
4: hairstylist, I guess. That makes So sense. everyone yeah, that definitely leaves makes that for sense. her. But I totally forgot about that. I didn't even think of it. But yeah, it was really yeah. cute. And it was sweet and I had a great time. I went to like a vampire ball on um, Devil's Night in New Orleans. Oh my God. Ah! So it was cool. hosted it was hosted by Anne Rice and I actually got to meet her and Stormy Daniels randomly was there too.
0: No. oh my god
4: <laughs> yeah it was it was really fun it was a really fun night and every time I go back to New Orleans people like ask me if I'm a local and I'm like no nah, I'm just a nerd <laughs> I just
1: love all this stuff oh so cool that's amazing that's awesome it's like you were you were drawn, you were called to to know to put your scrunchie yeah on.
4: Yeah, exactly. I I didn't even think anything of it. It just happened. Um, but I don't want to take anyone else's time. Up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was sweet. Um, but thank you guys for letting me come on, and uh, I can't thank wait you. to hear everyone else's stories.
1: Thank you so thank much. Thank you so much. Part of me feels like the thought of delivering the scrunchie to Marie LaVoe. Well, she thinks that she, that it was just like, oh, I'll just do this. Maybe, maybe it was implanted exactly. by Marie and she's just trying to collect. This is like her one collector's item. She's like, got to get yeah, all the scrunchies. Her
0: thing. She wants all the That's scrunchies. Thing. And also scrunchies are really cool nowadays. Like, I don't think they had hair ties and scrunchies the way that, that we do nowadays when she was around. So, or maybe she's planning on
1: coming back, <laughs> reincarnating, and she's like, I got to get my scrunchie collection so everyone... Give me your stuff now so I have all my hair stuff ready.
0: Yeah. She's planning ahead. She's planning ahead. Alrighty, all right. Let's see. I'm going to bring up Angel, who I believe at the end of last week teased us with their story. Hello, wow. Angel.
5: Hello. Sorry. I'm at work, so if you hear, like, noises behind me.
0: <laughs>
1: no worries. But last week you said you had you had a heartwarming story, so...
0: Oh, Whoa, perfect. There you
5: are. Okay. I'll stand right here. <laughs>
1: okay. Wonderful. <laughs> Sorry.
5: I have my mask on and I'm in a, a high school oh. that has bad reception. So, uh, but basically uh, it's kind of a two, like a double hitter because it kind of, it's the story on how I believe in like ghosts and stuff like that. And it's also the first time I saw my dad cry.
1: That's a, that's always a pivotal moment in every child's <laughs>
0: yeah, life. I feel like we all remember so, that. We all
5: have the, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, my dad is a like big, like biker guy. So <laughs> it really, it stuck with me. So yeah, uh, when my dad was 15, his older brother passed away due to a uh, like disease. I can't remember what it was. Because of that, my dad had to live with a lot of like kind of guilt because he was in the same room and he was kind of my uncle's primary like caregiver quote unquote just because my grandparents weren't really around and it was just one of those things that he wasn't like he knew it was going to happen but he didn't know when and he didn't know how to like live after the fact i guess and he has a little like one inch picture of my uncle josh Mm -hmm. that we like my little brother and i when i was five and my little brother was two i think we would take it and put it under our pillow and like look for it and always be like, why are you guys do like, why do you take this? This isn't yours. This is mine. This is my brother who passed away. It's your uncle. And our like immediate reaction and like response was, Oh, well, like he's our friend. He comes and like plays with us. Oh. And I have no oh. recollection of this. Oh my, gosh! my, dad like took the picture and was holding it and looking at it and started crying. And it just since then it kind of showed that my like big biker dad has a heart and isn't like, he was never really like tough, tough, but he always kind of put on that face. Yeah. Like if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And so when we told him that and he started crying, it kind of, it like,
0: yeah beautiful
5: yeah it really solidified oh. that it was okay to cry i guess
1: yeah yeah and he was probably trying to be so tough for you guys too and and not scare you when you were younger about like death and and making it feel scarier or spook you in any sort of way
0: and then i'm sure that meant the world to him to hear yeah. that um, i have a question Did you guys start putting the photo under your pillow and then he began appearing to you? Do you know, or was it he would appear and then you found the photo and then put it under your pillow?
5: So I have no idea if I'm being honest. I just, yeah, I all I remember is sitting on my floor and my dad crouched down in front of me and my brother to my right and just explaining to him that he was our friend and that we played with him Mm. and he came around and was just there for us and so my dad thinks he's my little brother and i's like guardian angel
1: yeah that is so sweet so sweet sweet. i I love love that he's giving your dad some extra support watching over you guys helping out with the kids (laughs) giving Mm -hmm. some entertainment giving your dad some reprieve from parental duties i do love though that like
0: Ghost relatives often come to visit. They're like, you know, their family members when they're supposed to be sleeping, like young kids. Yeah, it's like keeping them, keeping up, them at up at night. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> interrupting bedtime, absolutely. Yeah. And then how can you get mad? Like you, you can't. You can't. are like, you're oh wait. no, they visited. <laughs> it's so yeah. If yeah, if anything, you're like, please come more. Yeah.
5: Yeah, and so that story is like kind of. It's how I know there is like stuff going on around us and like when I see something out of the corner of my eye at work I'm like "Ah, it's a new school but there was something that
0: doesn't mean anything yeah we've learned anything yeah
5: and so and I was like I've been meaning to write in the story but I never felt like it was long enough to send a full email so I kind of I'm really happy you guys started doing this and I'm sure I talked for a lot of chat that you guys definitely kill it and you were like my first actual podcast that I listened to. Oh my gosh. Podcasts. So, and now I'm I'm hooked. I listen like 15 every week. So.
1: Wow. Oh my God. Guys, thank you. <laughs> you guys That's, guys so like, nice. and, That's so nice. That's so nice. And I'll, honestly, write us emails anytime anything happens. Yeah. We read, we read ones that are like five pages long and we read ones that are three sentences long. It doesn't yeah. matter. We
0: want to hear it all.
5: I, I really will. Cause I, like I said, I work at a high school and there's just like, I have a room that I'm sure it's electrical issues, but every time the lights don't turn on or they don't turn off, I say thank you if they turn on or off, just in <laughs> case, you know? Just be polite.
0: So, <laughs> in case there is a ghost, Yeah. Oh, I exactly. Love
1: that. Honestly, high schools are so spooky. I just feel like any office building or like large walled concrete building gives me the heebie-jeebies.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, well, thank you so much no, for seriously. sharing with thank us. You, We're yes, so grateful thank you. that you came up here to share, share your story. Um, yeah, email us. I like, know. I'm well. glad you came You came again this week so we could mm-hmm. grab the story from you.
5: Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I try. I'm usually just a lurker, so it was really <laughs> nice to come up. So
1: thank you, guys. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you. Oh, oh, yes. I got the chat back, finally. Now yeah. I can participate. There's a lot of people that are saying they have... They have stories. So I feel like this has got to be a theme that is going to be recurring. And we we need to bring this back again
0: sometime in the near future. I will say, I think I like when people um, give us nice compliments voice to voice oh, more than iTunes reviews so oh wow more than the iTunes, reviews? More than iTunes so nice. reviews
1: yeah it is nice it's to hear but that is that is not to say that anyone who is about to be called up on the stage must give us compliments you do not it, need doesn't do it doesn't hurt
0: it doesn't hurt
1: it's not a requirement we will remember if
0: makes, you did though it makes <laughs> us feel good <laughs> And this is the feel good episode. Which is what this is about. Exactly. Okay. (laughs) Well, um, I don't know if mine's working, but let's see. I'm inviting Shauna up here. Let's see if it works. Mine's saying your signal is weak. It may affect your connection. Can people hear me? Yeah, I can hear you perfectly fine. What does your page look like? To me, it says the angel's still up here. And then I just invited Shauna, but I don't see her. My mine shows Tabor still being up here. Wow, so oh, frozen okay. For a long time. Let's see. Well, such is life when we're at ca- in life. our campfire stories. Okay. Well, then why don't I? I've already told this on the podcast, but I can tell it again. Um, while hopefully my my um world tries to reconnect with life. Um, when my grandmother passed away, I had like a really beautiful experience with her. It was like. I woke up on Sunday morning, this was, you know, uh, four years ago now, and I had a missed call from my sister and like, you know, the time difference, there was only one reason really that someone would call me at six in the morning, my time. Mm -hmm. And I called her back and she had told me that my grandma had passed away the night before. And so, and she had been sick. So, you know, she had lived a long life and it was obviously sad, but we had kind of been expecting it. And I booked my flight to go home. I was supposed to call home on like a Thursday for the funeral and everything. And that Wednesday I get home from work like really late at night and I always had a park on the street and it was like a pain in the butt to find parking. But that night I found parking like super easily. And then I was walking into the gate. And as I was walking into the gate, I saw this woman on a bike with like a bunch of bags. So I, you know, I like ran forward and opened the gate and made sure that she could get in easily. And she, I you know, you, you know, you pass a bunch of people all the time or you open doors for people all the time and you never really stop and have conversations. But for some reason, this woman and I strike up a conversation and she says, thank you for holding the gate open. And she, I don't even know how it came up, but she starts talking to me about Columbia and going to grad school in Colum- at Columbia New York.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And I was like, oh, that's so interesting. My grandmother went to Columbia in New York for grad school. And she's like, Oh, no way. Like, what, what was she studying? And I said education. And this woman had also been studying education. And like, you know, off the top of my head, I didn't know exactly when my grandma attended Columbia, but, and she didn't recognize her name necessarily, but she had this like long conversation to me about this time and she had brought it up. And so it was just like this weird moment of like, what a weird coincidence and but like instantly i kind of was filled with this like settled happiness of yeah it felt like I'm, i was meant to talk to this woman to have a message for my grandmother as like uh i'm here and i'm around you all the time and you'll be reminded me of of me plenty and well, then it- And too, you always say, you always joke that you're invisible
1: and that people don't see (laughs) you. But this is the perfect example of like someone going out of their way to see you. So it's like your grandma being like, okay, I see you. I'm here with you.
0: Yeah. And then we talked for like a couple more minutes and she was just like, you know, I'm so glad I spoke to you. I just felt like I needed to talk to you today. Like she said that to me and I was like, wow, that's really Kind of incredible. And, and I'm pretty sure we were supposed to record like right after this. So I'm like kind of rushing to get home anyway. So then I walk into my hallway and I open the door. And the second I walk into the hallway, all of the lights like turn off. And after a second, they turn back on and it was not scary. It was a very like to me felt like my grandmother was with me and she.
1: I don't think you told me that detail before. I didn't really.
0: Oh, I don't remember that one detail. No. Yeah. And I like instantly walked into my apartment with this, like this, just like feeling of, I don't know, happiness and obviously sadness, but it was just this reassurance that she was watching over me.
1: Right. No, this, I mean, this is such a sign, especially because I feel like for you, this feels this feels like the biggest sign in the world because a lot of what you experience is through dreams. And so the fact that everything in those moments were going against what your ordinary reality, what your Mm day-to-day life is like, like being stopped and talking with a stranger and having all of these coincidences and then the lights and like all these things that don't actually like happen normally. It's not like your, your apartment lights would flicker on and off at random.
0: Right, right. So this feel and it was just like the connection. It's like I feel like if one of those things had happened independently, maybe the conversation with the woman would have already felt like a, you know, I would have made that connection. But the the two together kind of just really sealed the deal to me. It was like this is 100% a sign and communication from my grandmother.
1: People in the chat want to know what your grandma's name was. Irma Linda. Mm Ermelinda. That sounds like a a street name in Los Angeles, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Ermelinda. So cute. I love that. People are are saying that they remember when you were talking about this on a previous episode.
0: Yeah, it was years ago. That they cried listening to it. Yeah. Because it was so heartwarming, so lovely. I'm like smiling just thinking about it. It I really. Yeah. I mean, cause I, I really hadn't had, or haven't since then had any communication with her, when, but you know, I had a really, really close relationship with her and in the last few years of her life, she had a lot of, or pretty bad dementia. So when I had seen her in the past, in the last years of her life, it was, you know, a little difficult to have conversations with her. So it was just like this really, really beautiful connection with her that like kind of reminded me that she you know she didn't forget and she you know remembers everything now right still there
1: yeah no she I don't think anyone ever truly forgets there's just different roadblocks in our minds and our our bodies at the time that prevent us from being able to communicate the way that we wish we could yeah yeah did she when she had dementia and when she was like nearing the end of her life did she ever Did anyone have, like, any of your relatives ever mention, like, her mentioning other relatives who'd passed over or, like, seeing anybody? No,
0: but this is interesting. And this could just be, you know, a symptom of her dementia. But she had, she truly believed there was a man who hid in her closet. Oh. And was scared of this man. Oh, my goodness. I, at points, you know, it's hard when, you know, an illness with dementia, you don't really know what they're experiencing. And I think it's often one of those things where, like, no, there's no man in your closet. But in my mind, I'm like, what if there was and she was seeing, like, some ghost or paranormal thing right, in her closet? I, I do wonder... I don't want
1: it to be this scary man that's like lurking in her closet, but it makes me wonder maybe if there was, if she was kind of like slipping into that sweet spot where people who are nearing the end of their lives, where they can see, Mm. see into the other side and maybe she could see into the other side, but she didn't yet have the clarity because of her current dementia of who that was. Maybe, maybe it was a loved one, but she didn't recognize him. And so it was scary. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Like it makes me think of, it makes me think of the notebook. And at the end, <laughs> after hearing her love story, she, her mind forgets him again. And she thinks he's a stranger. Uh, interesting. I don't know. Yeah.
0: I'm one, curious. One day, if, I, if I ever dream of her again, I'll try to ask her these questions.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. You, sh- you should. I feel like you will have dreams again because every I feel like once or twice a year you have these really powerful impactful visitations
0: and I've had some that we have never talked about on the podcast which but we probably shouldn't maybe one day in the future when we are more um,
1: when enough time has passed from certain people's
0: yes
1: passing and whatnot yeah it would it would make a make a a little more sense to be to reflect on it when wounds are a little less yeah, because it affects other people. It's not
0: just about us. Um, yeah. I have been trying to bring people up. I've been accepting people and trying to make you the host. And I don't know. Still not working. You. Okay, well, I have a really quick one. This is from.
1: Oh, my dad just texted and said, Jen is showing on the speaker. Jen, Jen. can you hear us? Bonnie's showing and Jen is showing. Yeah, two people are showing. Are they talking? Can you guys talk? One of you, any of you. Hello, Jen, hello? Bonnie. They're both muted. If you guys can unmute yourselves, you can take turns. <laughs> I'm, I'm here. Oh my gosh! Wait, who's speaking right now? Because we we're not this, able to see you. This is Bonnie. Oh my
4: gosh! Oh, I, mean, I never hello. think I
0: get called up. <laughs> hello, Bonnie. All right, we'll go Bonnie first, and then is it Jen who's up there as well? Yes. Okay.
1: Okay, and we. Oh, now I can see you, Bonnie. I can see you. Perfect timing. My (laughs) app was like, great. Let's refresh. Let's see Bonnie speak. Okay. We're ready for you. We'll stop talking. Well, this goes back to, I grew up in
6: (laughs) old ghost stories, like bedtime stories, like fairy tales. So my dad growing up would always tell us ghost stories and all my family on his side were very much into ghosts. But what was very sweet was my grandparents Mm -hmm. on my dad's side, when they passed, They both had heartwarming comebacks. My grandmother, when she passed away first, I was about 14, 15 at the time. And all my family went up for the first holiday after she passed. And they were antique dealers. So what was fun is they actually would collect music boxes. When they're in uh, music boxes, it was just always something fun that the family would always look out for 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 them mm-hmm. and when we first went up for our first thanksgiving after my grandmother passed we actually were all you know thank you for all being here yada yada and then <laughs> out of all the things we we're in the others uh, we could hear on the other side of the house music
0: mm-hmm.
6: and there's four or five music boxes near my grandmother's room they all turned on
0: whoa
6: <laughs> so it was actually very very heartwarming to know she was with us that first thanksgiving she, since she passed
0: that's amazing All i'm glad I that, simultaneously yeah,
6: yeah i'm glad was, that like,
0: you guys
1: horror. found it like heartwarming as well because i feel like music boxes are also often portrayed in horror movies <laughs> like, as a as a you know they open and then it's the creepy like teeny teeny like Twinkly piano type music. So I'm glad that it was, it was like a known thing. It was a collector item and it was a, meant to be a heartwarming sign.
6: I know. It was us was super haunted. So it wasn't very unusual to have a bump or two be like, oh, that's the new ghost of, with the antique. So <laughs> <laughs> we're we're kind of used to it. My dad didn't, my dad told us when we were growing up. That we would play hide and seek in their house. Why? He's like, well, you said there were people over there. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was like you guys would tell me all the time. It's like, no, we don't go to that side of the house. <laughs> oh Literally. my gosh, that is so creepy. Yeah, and then in the same house, my grand very heartbroken because I was very close to him. And when I flew up, um, they put me in the room next to his. And my my grandpa, he was old man. He had his habits. He was usually at that time when I showed up taking his little nap. And I showed up and was putting my luggage away. And I heard what sounded like feet get down on the floor and shuffling because he was little old man shuffling. Mm-hmm. I just went to his room to greet him like normal because I thought it was him there. And I walked in the room oh. and I realized, oh, I'm your first funeral.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh.
1: Very, oh, my goodness. To have them. Wow. You've had a lot of visitations. You've had a lot of heartwarming, hey. like relatives sending you signs.
6: Yeah. I need to send y'all some emails. I had one. I think we talked about, y'all talked about a while back about pregnant people. If they've sent stuff like mm-hmm. when, yes. when stuff happened with that
1: wow you'll have to email us yeah bonnie wait i have a question are you are you part of a group chat or are you just extremely popular yeah i we
6: can hear your phone
1: your, all those texts coming in
6: <laughs> it's just all i can hear. it's buzzing so that's all it is it's in the chat
1: oh is it oh
6: it's
0: oh, from this chat it's from our
1: chat it's from the yeah. green room chat
6: yeah
0: Oh. Wow. I truly was like, wow, someone has a lot of friends. I
1: know. I was like, Bonnie's so popular, but we are your friends. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize it. it was everyone
0: else
6: is
1: unique. <laughs> someone said plot twist. That's so funny. Oh That's my funny. God. I love it. Wow. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your your stories with us. We really appreciate it. We really do. Thank
6: you for having um, me. I I'll I have to email you some stuff. So,
0: but Yes, please. Please. Um, I do not have the ability to take you off the stage, but um, if you just want to mute yourself and then we will have Jen unmute herself. I
6: think I have the option to leave the stage, so I'll just leave.
0: Oh, great. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be
1: the host now. <laughs> right. I wish we could see each other, that you could do like, you know, like the jazz hands or
0: something, snap I your way know. off the stage. Well, it would be fun to have a video version of this.
1: Thank you, Bonnie. But what I was going to say is because the topic is heartwarming ghost stories and all of them are about visitations from like loved ones and and from kind spirits. I feel like those spirits have so much power and such a straight line of connection to so many people in this chat that I'm wondering if we just have so much spiritual activity around us right now that we're having all these glitches and technical difficulties because of that. Unintentionally from the spirit side, but there's just so much energy. They
0: don't, they don't know that they're, you know, interacting. Yeah. Maybe, maybe my grandmother is here with me now and she wanted me to tell her story. Yes. Oh, Jen said, hello,
1: I'm here. Jen, you are on. Oh, Jen is no longer on stage. Oh, well, you, let's see. Are you able to bring her back up? She's,
3: Oh, you I have can't no see the idea. chat.
1: Okay.
0: Um, let me see. Jen, can you ask to speak again? Hopefully but it will show up not- Oh, wait. Okay. See, Jen, again, let's see if that worked. Did it work for you? Hi, can you guys hear
1: me? Yes, we can. Amazing. Oh, goodness.
3: <laughs> hey, guys, my, my stuff froze, too. Um, what a journey we've all had. But here we are. I know. And you guys keep saying that this very I'm like, oh, my God, it's my uncle. Oh. <laughs> He's messing with stuff. Well, he, um, he let you on stage now, so... This is both of your moments. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So um, I've written you guys about my daughter. Um, I like to call her a little baby medium. (laughs) So she, um, I don't have really scary stories because she connects with my family members. And um, can you hear me? Yes, we can. Okay. Um, And so, um, yeah, so my uncle, he actually lived with my grandpa. He was my grandpa's brother. And um, he lived with my grandpa for a long time um, because he had left his family from Peru and came over here to work and whatnot. And my sister ended up uh, moving out um, of our house when we were young to live with my grandparents, too. And our our dog, he decided, hey, I'm going to leave, too. (laughs) And um, so he ends up leaving and whatnot. Um, And on Uh, On Christmas, um, right before 2020 happened, like on December 31st, my uncle ends up passing away. Um, and it was just horrifying because, I mean, I had grown up with him for so long, um, and I felt it when he died. Um, oh, my gosh. And my daughter, I remember the little one, she's, she was like three or four. She ended up running into the room, and she just, like, hugged me. She's like, oh, he's okay. He's okay. Without um, you saying anything, she just knew. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I was just, like, because I remember, like, sleeping. Like, I was having a hard days, like, the couple of days before it happened. Um, and so I was, like, having a hard time, um, but yeah I kind of woke up and I was like crying, so she was just hugging me and telling me that he was fine um and that night, my husband he let me go to the hospital where he was, um but then I felt like I needed to go to my grandma's house because I just felt like, oh, maybe I need to set up stuff because our family members are gonna start showing up
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and
3: so I do that and everything um but then like twenty days after. My we're sitting in the living room. My dog, um, he's in front of us. And my daughter's like standing behind me on the couch and she starts talking. And I always would record her when she would tell me things. And so she's telling me exactly how he died, which is like the exact story my uncles had told me, like his last moments before he died. Um, And then um, she ends up telling me that he's okay, that he's with his blankie sitting on a couch. And dogs and I was like what like I she was three so it was hard to understand oh her and then she ends up pointing at my dog and my dog's looking at her like what the fuck is going on I'm sorry <laughs> and um and like she just kept saying dogs 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 and I remember recording it um and not understanding like what the hell you know she was really saying because for a minute I thought she meant like car dogs or something
2: mm-hmm.
3: um and my uncle never had dogs he actually just he was by himself here um and so and um I for my for my birthday I asked my husband, I'm like, hey babe, will you just get me like a medium reading? Cause I need to figure out like everything that I'm understanding from my daughter about death, you know, and yeah. our family members and everything. And he's like, Okay. Um so I recently um had like the communication with a medium and he like confirmed everything that my daughter ever said pretty much. But um Oh my one, god. One thing on there was he was like, Oh hey, I have um a man here and he just wants you to know that he's with the dog and I was like what the fuck because the dog was our family dog and my sister just lost it she was we were just happy because when we lost our family dog we had had our Pomeranian for like eight years um or 18 years or 17 however long he lived but yeah it was just it was humbling to hear him and knowing that he's not alone out there that he was with our dog and that our dog wasn't alone either
0: And also to, you know, reiterate what your daughter was trying to tell you, but you didn't quite understand.
3: Yeah. And I even had, like, my cousins, you know, like, listen to it. And then I even had my grandma, like, I tried to, she's very religious, but I was like, grandma, just listen to me. I was like, just tell me, like, what she did, the last thing he did. And she's like, oh, well, he was just sitting here, you know, before he left because he ended up... um he like died um like at a gas station. Like he just had like a heart attack. Um oh and so it was yeah, and it was just like after he had been at my grandma's house and he had been sitting on the couch with his blanket. Um and he had like the dogs my grandma has like three dogs with him and she he was just like petting them. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, it was it was very like like I don't know, I hysterically started crying. And, like, when I hear the recording, like, like I've had my other family members also hear, like, the recording of my daughter, like, 20 days after he died, telling me what happened to him and how he felt. Like, she would tell us his emotions and everything up to that wow. time. And then I just let them listen to that snippet of the medium. And then, yeah, but after I did that too, like I had an uncle and an aunt listen to that because I felt like they needed to listen to it. And I don't just like share it to all my family members. I kind of just, whoever needs it, I'll share what they need to hear from me or my daughter. Um, And so I had them listen to it. And while I was driving home after I had talked to them at my grandma's house, like my grandpa got teary-eyed hearing stuff. But when I was driving home, like for some reason, like the car music stopped playing and I was like oh my god like what the hell happened you know and I'm on the freeway and so I ended up like it just stopped and then all of a sudden it started working again um and then I paid attention to the song and it was like this Spanish song um that was just like I'm always with you like I'm always watching over you and I was listening to the lyrics and it was just like what the fuck it felt like my uncle was hugging me because I felt warm inside and I felt like he was sitting with me and then um, later on, I share it with my mother in law, and my mother in law is like, "Oh, have you ever seen that music video?" And I'm all like, "No, I never have." And she's like, "Oh, it's about it's the the guy like his girlfriend dies, and that night I tell my husband everything, and I tell him, I'm like, "Hey, let's watch this music video." And we end up watching the music video, and in the music video, it begins with the guy just walking in the rain with one dog. Um, <gasps> Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. And then oh. um, on top of that, my daughter, her nickname is Gigi. Um, I call her Gigi Q, baby medium. But <laughs> she it, it, like in the music video, the singer is actually wearing um, a Gucci coat, but it says Gigi on there. And then um, another thing that I always connect with my daughters and when anytime I need a sign it's a rose because they're all called both roses. They have roses in their names. And so the guy had a tattoo of a rose on his hand. His hair was blue in the video, and um, my daughter she would tell me that when she would see ghosts, their hair would be blue. Wow.
0: Um,
3: yeah, it was just weird, just to so like many so
0: many coincidences. Yeah, that's
3: why. And then yeah, and then the next week I went back to my aunt. I'm like, hey, I need you to watch this video with me because after I told you guys about it. Um, this song, you know, somehow I wasn't paying attention while I was driving on the freeway. But after I started paying attention, it all made sense. And I know that my uncle wanted you guys to hear it because I'm all like, I felt like he was, I felt that love again. And the medium did tell me that like medium stuff happens in our bloodline because of my grandma that passed away. So I was all like, that makes more sense now. <laughs> Do you remember uh, the yeah. name of the song? Um, Yeah. Hold on. Let me find it real fast.
1: And some people are curious in the chat, and I am too. I wanna, I wanna yeah. listen to it. Okay, so it's Jay mm-hmm. Um, Hold on,
3: just don't Apple Music real fast. Uh, <laughs> I'm
1: so, I um, could never tell you a name of a song or an artist. Never. It's like
0: oh my my, my weakest skill. Your kryptonite.
3: Yep. Uh, so, oh, um, Seagull in. Oh damn! I might have to. <laughs> um, so I do speak Spanish, but my espanol is no bueno <laughs> and i was born in peru but i just yeah hey
1: well we are not here to judge i don't speak oh. spanish and neither does brina she took french no.
3: so. all right so i put it in the in the chat so yeah i'm like check out the video like when i saw it i like just hysterically started crying my husband's all like Ugh. he's like you guys and your psychic abilities <laughs> Wow, I
0: can't yeah. wait to hear more about your daughter as she grows up and how I hope this continues and that it gets stronger for her because sounds oh, incredible her
3: talents and abilities. Yeah, that's actually why I like you know wanted to talk to a medium because I wanted to get their input up how I can help her if she decides to go that way. Oh, so, I love that. But I did send you guys I think one story of a year ago. So if you guys want to see pictures, there's other ones because yeah. There, some of them are a little long, but yeah. This is a beautiful
0: story to end on, and I mean, what an incredible episode, just in general.
1: I know, I loved this. This was so great. This was so special. Everyone sharing their stories, and Jen, you and your your baby medium. I'm so happy you were able to share. Thanks, you guys. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yes.
3: Take care, you guys. Love the show. Thanks. You too.
0: Wow. What a great, feel good, feel sad, but also uplifting I know. episode.
1: I know. I'm going to go to bed smiling tonight instead of staying up for 30 minutes thinking about all the-, <laughs> the darkness. The darkness. Yeah. 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 Exactly. This was the palate cleanser. We don't even need one now. No. You're right. This was really nice. We definitely should do this topic again.
0: Yes. But the ghosts have really taken over. I'm telling you. I, I know. Every, I mean... It, I know you were out of the chat
1: for a while, but other people were saying that they're having trouble like getting not kicked out but but had
0: some chat issues or maybe it's just the the app and needs an update, but who knows? We'll be back. Maybe today is not its day. We're back. Exactly.
1: Well, we do this every week Tuesday at five PM Pacific. That's eight PM Eastern. Yep. Uh, so please join us.
0: <laughs> please next week we'll not have a theme. It will be a open forum once more. But um Yeah,
1: but bonus points if you have something that happened around the holidays or any holiday yes, yes, yes,
0: yes. Stories. Yeah. Thank you all for joining us. We love hearing your stories. We love interacting with you guys. It's just I mean, what a cool experience and thing that we get to do with you. We love it. We, we do look forward
1: to it every single week.
0: Yes. All righty, we
1: will see you on the other side. Very